Welcome, I'm Sabine from Tower Wisdom, your podcast for soul growth and healing. You are a truly magnificent being and I'm bringing to you knowledge and insight from different healing modalities to help you to be a powerful, light-filled creator of your life. Hello and welcome to the second episode in this year's container of my podcast to work with the womb energy, to work with your sacral energy, to connect you back to um, the powerful creator that you are. And last week um, I talked about the sacredness of life and that your life, your existence is a gift from source and that um, it is something that you always can uphold is so sacred and so worthy your existence is worthy you're worthy to be here and um, You are worthy and responsible to take charge of that life. And today we are going to talk about what is spirituality. <laughs> now this is going to be a broad podcast under the umbrella of that name. I'm going to take you on a wild ride of a couple of different things and it really it's just meant for you to get start thinking about what it is to you, what it means to you to not just live as this physical being here on earth plane, but also live as this spiritual being. And um, I'm going to talk in the beginning a bit about spirituality. Then I'm going to talk, I'm going to do a channeling from the Akashic Records from the book of knowledge on the source of souls. Um, I'm gonna then read for you a chapter a little bit from a book um, on Confucianism. <laughs> I hope I said this correct but it is um, Confucianism is um, a philosophy, a Chinese philosophy on how to live life as humans, how to live a life on virtue and that's what is this book about and it talks a lot about um, emotions and in the end I'm gonna, in the end of the podcast I'm gonna teach you um, exercise on, an energetic exercise on how you can um, work with your emotions and that exercise is from the heart so I'm gonna explain it a bit more later. Now before we get started into uh, this episode, thanks for being here by the way. <laughs> I enjoy these these times with you. I can feel you here in this space and it's um, yeah just nice to connect that way. And what else is new? I just launched my first online course. It was always, always my dream to teach you how to work with energy, to really enable you 
to be powerful and to use these tools that um, are existing to influence energy, to influence your own energetic body and to shape your um, reality really. And the first course um, is called Harmonized Energy in Your Home. And I find it, I just find it really important that you have a space for yourself, especially in the craziness that this world is, um, that you can create at home a space where you feel safe, where you feel nurtured, where the energy is supportive for you, where you can recharge and um, where you have a little bit of your own bubble from the outside madness <laughs> that is going on and the course is based on um, my own studies that I have done in the last years is partly channeled from the Kashyyyk records and it's partly based on my studies of Feng Shui and Chinese medicine and other energy healing methods and I teach you how you clear the energy in your home, how you protect the energy in your home. I have channeled a quid from the Akashic Records that you can build around your house, your apartment, wherever you live, that is um, protecting the energy inside from any harmful uh, outside influences. I also included two light language prayers that I channeled from the Akashic Records. One is a blessing, uh, a prayer of gratitude for your home. The other one is a prayer of protection. Then I teach you how you can uh, work with potential harmful quit lines that might be running through your home. And the most important chapters are on attracting good energy into your home. There are around a couple of Feng Shui principles. And just in general, how you attract fun, <laughs> happiness, abundance, joy into your own home. So you can check the course out on my website, charwisdom.net. And as always, you can always also book me for a Reiki session, a Kashyyyk Record reading, a location reading, and a couple of other fun products I have on my website. But now let's get into this episode. So spirituality you can pause for a moment and you can just ask yourself what is that for you what does it mean and I'm not going to answer this question for you because I want to allow yourself to define spirituality in the way that is most suiting to yourself and most true to yourself because um, we are all very individual beings we come with our own unique um, talents and struggles and beliefs and we come with our own uniqueness and I think it is so important to allow yourself to live that uniqueness and we have created a lot of division in our world currently, especially in the last years, between um, people believing in this or that, people following this or that, um, people being in a spiritual community or not, 
uh, but you know there is no absolute truth and there's no right or wrong and we all have a soul and <laughs> we are all coming from conscious creation conscious source and therefore we are all spiritual beings and we can allow ourselves to choose how we want to live this there is nothing that is judging you nothing that is telling you you have to be part of some sort of community and follow their rules and regulations in order to be spiritual you know you don't have to meditate all day or do yoga practices or eat vegan or drink no alcohol no you can listen to rock music or punk or whatever you can eat and drink whatever suits your body um, you can select the practices that suit you um, in your own path of spirituality and to me sometimes the most spiritual people on the planet are simply the ones who are most connected to who they truly are and who just see themselves as this vessel of source of creation serving the bigger picture, the bigger society, humanity. And this comes forward in so many ways. You know how you go about your life, you know how you the things, the words you speak, the things you create. Um, I often find people who are very rooted in nature, very connected, who somehow work with nature, you know, can be a gardener, you know, can, can be anything, that they are somehow, they might not follow any sort of spiritual practices, they might not be part of any kind of spiritual community, but they just are so connected to um, the feeling of being alive, being part of that bigger picture, the bigger source, the, um, the universe, the, the, the bigger consciousness that they just live, they just live who they are, they just live what is in their heart you know they do the things they really enjoy and I wish that for you that you don't feel confined by any sort of society norms and expectations on you and that you can just be you just do what you love and follow that and I feel the biggest root cause of um, the suffering on our planet is the division we feel um, and the division we create also, even between like all these theories, right? Between all oh, people in 3D or people in this or that or non-spiritual people. Are, you know, this is such a um, unnatural division between us. And that triples down into families. And later when I will read from the book for you, the being human is really an art um, a study really it's an exploration of how we manage relationships being in relationship with ourselves with others is the most important thing in the human experience we are 
literally um, animated by relationships and I've been a little bit studying, uh, uh, not a little bit, a lot, <laughs> human design. I think this is really the most advanced system we have currently on the planet to understand how you work in relation to energy. And I've been channeling for myself a little bit on human design and the records. Um, and I'm going to make a video actually about um, all the information I got from the records on human design, where it comes from, what uh, the true power in it is. But it is really becomes very powerful when you start to overlay your own chart with that of the energy of the day, of the year, the what the planets bring in, the energy of um, your partner, of your children, to understand that we are really beings that work in relation to others and that others bring out certain qualities in us and energies bring out certain qualities in us. And... Um, this is what we are trying to navigate as the human experience and this to me in some way is what also spirituality is to try to create, uh, um, try to find practices that allow you to live that human experience in the most graceful way, in a way to allow you to experience relationships, um, experience all the emotions that come with the relationships in a way where you can um, create and be part of it, of something that creates something bigger than you, something better. Um, where you just understand even you know, things that trigger you, where you understand how others influence you. And now sometimes what is so hard um, as being spiritual or discovering all these concepts, right, of soul, of guides, spirit guides, of different dimensions, is that you might feel very odd. And that's maybe also why so many people um, go into spiritual communities because they feel a sense of belonging we all want belonging um, but you know in like 100 200 years everyone who is then incarnating on this planet will be an empath because that's the way um, the consciousness of the planet is going and so being now an empath is is hard to navigate but there's also a role we play in showing others and helping others how to navigate this, how to navigate to feel so much, how to navigate um, to be in relation with others when you feel so much. And it is so important for us that we know not put up these divisions between us simply because of ideas we have, of um, theories we have about the world. Because then we are separating ourselves again and we are not really living the human, the spiritual human experience of going into relationships with others and experiencing what that is and experiencing how to, man how to navigate emotions in those relationships. Um, we all have a part to play 
on this planet. We all have our place, every little existence, every single existence on this planet is worthy, has a reason to be here. Every single person has a reason to be here. And every single one is a part in this wheel of life. Um, and we shall not separate ourselves from others, you know, and thinking um, we are so different because we are not. <laughs> we are just all trying to uh, navigate the craziness of the human experience. And I'm actually going to channel now. <laughs> I feel like it's time now to channel from the book of um, knowledge in the Akashic Records on this concept of oneness and separation because I feel this is so much what also in spirituality we're searching for is this feeling of unity to be one with source and I feel a lot of our struggles, a lot of emotions on our planet, hate and blame and shame and um, rejection comes from um, not feeling oneness in the relationship with other people and feeling separation. And let's, yeah, let's just channel on it. So... And I forgot to say, I'm gonna <laughs> use my own prayer um, now for the first time on this podcast. I've been guided to channel my own prayer to go into the Akashic Records. Um, I'm still using a lot the prayer I learned from ALN within just simply because it feels very comfortable and I know what I can expect. My own prayer is bringing me to a couple of very wild experiences. <laughs> and I'm just like not always sure if I'm prepared for that um, but I realized I needed my own prayer because the first message I ever received in the records was that I need to channel from my heart not from my third eye and I realized that my own prayer allows me to feel in the records so to not just see images and hear voices, um, but to really feel the emotions of things and to feel the vibration and the frequency of things. And sometimes it's like saying it's a wild ride sometimes, but um, I guess it's my way of something I need to learn um, in this lifetime and even to learn how I then translate these emotions into words for others to understand what I'm experiencing, especially if I read the records for other people. Um, but yes, so <laughs> let's see what comes up. And after this uh, reading, I'm going to tell you maybe a story of something um, I read yesterday in the records that's related to this piece of emotions. I, Sabine Polterman, connect to the Akashic records of the Book of Knowledge in the highest light, in the highest destiny, surrounding those that support us, surrounding those that hold the wisdom and the codes of all galaxies. I herewith send 
before you in my humbleness, in gratitude, in service, to serve the highest of source, to speak from light, to speak with truth, to speak with love. And so it is. I am now entering the book of knowledge. She asked the Anina Nasidana, she added Sananashidana Sida, Ashesanana, Sananashidana, Sananadana. I want to know something about oneness and separation. From oneness, you come from the one soul, the one source. From the womb, you were created, split into two, the yin and yang, how you call it in your world. The polarities that you find everywhere, the one that is always searching for each other, always connected, they flow in each other, they are with each other, they create each other, they create again the oneness. But the oneness has to split into that that is form and that that is not form, that that is real and that that is not real, that that is light and dark as you may say or as you may call it and through all of your experiences through all of your travels through these galaxies everything that i created from my own womb from the source you are trying to find back the oneness the one that is within you i gave you the concept of oneness within of the yin and yang as you call that is within you but often you find you're searching and searching and searching and you're pulling things into your life and people into your life and experiences into your life to find again that oneness but remember you are a creator just like me you are the source just like me So you may cultivate the oneness within. And on this journey, I send you off to many planets, to many galaxies, to many experiences. I created so much for you in your delight, in your joy, in your sorrow. There is much to experience in this universe, in this lifetime, in so many lifetimes, in what you may see as never-ending, endless I created so much for you to experience and in all this you always will try to find again the oneness, the union with me, with what you may call source, with the womb, with the mother, with that seed that is also within you, the seed that I planted everywhere everywhere throughout the galaxies I planted the seeds for you to grow to blossom to become what I am not you see that is part of me creating I wanted to see the other side that what I am not but what I am also the other shapes and form that I can take just for then to merge again with me one day you will merge and you will feel
to love you much search for oneness because to love you were created through love I brought you into being all your lifetime you're trying to cultivate this relationship to me but it is really a relationship to yourself to that that is within you the oneness that you have to cultivate within you see nothing on the outside can make you complete nothing is there all is simply a part of the whole of the whole picture you're all one one soul one source one womb it is all created from oneness and I see much fight much struggle between you much separation because you do not understand that you're all the same just different reflections of me of the oneness everyone around you is just a different reflection of that that you will have within like mirrors standing like I see these um, people <laughs> all there are mirrors taped to them and you look at them it's like mirrors standing reflecting back that what you are and sometimes you don't like what you see you simply don't like the image of yourself in that of another you see that's why you create separation you don't want to be that you don't want to see the truth that you are that as well that you can cause harm and suffering but you know there is no such thing in my vocabulary there is no such terms no such judgment because I created it all it all comes from me it all comes from the oneness so it is all just part of life and you may just look in the mirrors and the images of yourself that you see in others and just feel the truth you are me I am you I give gratitude to myself for entering the records. I give gratitude to my higher self, to the book of knowledge and all the beings that were present for sharing their guidance and their wisdom and their love. And give gratitude to the space. The records are not closed. Amen. The records are not closed. Amen. The records are not closed. Amen. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. I hope um, you enjoyed this. Uh, I took a moment <laughs> to have some deep breaths. Um, I always feel a bit spaced out after <laughs> I do a reading. I have to collect my thought again. But I wanted to tell you last night I, um, I went into another book. But I was going back to something very similar that I felt now. And this is the seeing the universe as a womb. And I had others, like the founder of Human Design talked about this, but also I heard others 
talking about this but last night I really experienced it like physically I was actually feeling after <laughs> that um, time in Akashic I was really physically sick in a way because um, I was just feeling all the vibration in that uh, universe room and how it's like creating and uh, just two vibration bringing um, creating galaxies and uh, and life forms and everything and um, I could like feel them <clears throat> the, the emotions the tremors and <laughs> that made me like really kind of spinning a little bit uh, physically a little bit um, shaken but I felt now it was much less this feeling but I felt again like how you know everything comes from oneness and I feel the biggest the higher you go in vibration and um, on planets where the vibration is much higher than earth this feeling is much more present the awareness of it but we here on earth we feel a lot of separation and that's also what we see on our planets we on our planet we feel a lot of separation even among humans um of we are just so different but um we are all coming from one from one source we are all part of that bigger picture and um that is something we are i think discovering in our spiritual journey again um and especially by us becoming more empath, empathic, no, empath, no, <laughs> what do you call it? Being more, uh, more empaths, we are starting to feel again, right? What other people are feeling and uh, even what nature is feeling, etc. So we are, uh, we are going beyond the veil of separation. And the really important message I got last night is about creation how we create our reality and a lot of us being taught in the spiritual world about manifesting is manifesting from the mind but this is not how the universe creates the universe creates through frequency and frequency on planet earth is emotions we um, especially on this planet we experience frequency primarily through emotions they are created from the heart field and then brought out into the wider um, energetic field and therefore whatever we experiencing in our life we are actually creating this and if you think about this that's maybe why it doesn't work when you just sit down like um I want to have more health, I want to have more money or whatever, you know, and you're just in your mind saying these things, but you're not feeling the things. And um, we are constantly, especially as a collective, creating what we experience on this planet through the things we are feeling. And that is why it is so important to cultivate what you are believing in. And to cultivate what you feel about these beliefs. Because if you, and I spoke about this in the last podcast, if you believe that the world fundamentally that is evil, that, that um, if you constantly are in blame, like blaming, I don't know, your neighbors, your partner, your family, your um, the 
politicians, the elite, the cabal, the reptilians, you know, <laughs> whoever. If you're constantly blaming others, if you're saying this neutral in your mind, okay, maybe reptilians exist, there's neutrality, but usually we don't feel this. We don't say this neutrally. We have feelings attached to it, right? A lot of feelings I find of victimhood, of blame for the state of affairs on our planets. We blame them to people outside of us. And then through these emotions, we actually creating this, we giving power to those um, negative scenarios by really believing in negative scenarios and really attaching emotions to them. Emotions of feeling helpless, feeling um, scared, fear, very, very strong emotion. Feeling scared of life, feeling scared of what, uh, how the elite might control you, what other people will do. And I'm not saying these things are not true, but what I'm saying is that you need to recognize, this is so important, that you are creating the reality, that we as a collective create the reality on this planet and with um, claiming back your spiritual powers comes responsibility. This is not just about us, you know, manifesting a little bit more um, comfort for ourselves by manifesting like more abundance, more love for this and that for our own life. No, this is about claiming responsibility for the entire collective on our planet and for the bigger, um, the, the, the bigger stories that are playing out on this planet of wars, right, of um, suffering of like exploitation of uh, I mean it's endless it's endless on this planet violence this is because we are believing in these stories and we are touching emotions to them and therefore creating that reality and you are so powerful that's why it is so important to focus focus on the good and really learn how what emotions really starting to recognize? What thoughts and emotions are running through you? What are your belief systems? What are you also believing in terms of um, the larger collective and the stories about what life and earth is about? And where are we going as a collective? Because you then therefore creating this, and there is a really good book on this called Transserving Reality. It is... Uh, it explains exactly the same <laughs> as what I've been feeling in the records about this issue. Um, it is how as we as a collective create storylines that are playing out on our planet. And if we want to have more peace on this planet, we need to create peace in our heart. We need to learn how to deal with emotions that coming through the relationships we are having and especially the relationships close to us. And wait, I'm going to read from you, <laughs> for you now from the book. Because this book talks all about it. So one of the sayings in the book was like, taking charge of heart and mind is key to transforming consciousness. And that is so true. So true, when you take charge of your own heart and mind, you change the consciousness of the planet, of us. And yes, we are, um, consciousness levels is rising on our planet, but that does not mean 
we are waking up tomorrow in paradise. We are waking up tomorrow in a five-dimensional world. I really, I really get triggered by these beliefs <laughs> in the spiritual world because it is just taking away all responsibility from us. And really, tra I feel it's really trapping us actually in continuing this storyline of warfare, of exploitation, of suffering, of violence on our planet. Because we are not actually uh, realizing what part we have. So look, the raising of consciousness on our planet is really driven also by the veil, especially by the quit lines that we have access to now, the consciousness codes that are coming down from other universes. Um, by that veil lifting, so we have more influence from our own sun because she is really um, taking charge in uh, the transformation of our solar system. But also from other planets, we have more access again to the original um, quid lines that were planted by the Pleiadians on our planet um, that really connect us to our task as humanity and I channeled on this in the last podcast what is our contract with planet earth what is the true essence the true beautiful the true beautiful essence of being human how can we connect to this again so it's connecting us back to that it's making us all more aware we are starting to feel more we are starting to simply feel more what is happening in the collective. We are starting to feel this on a larger level. But that actually means, it does not mean that heaven is falling up on us. It means that we are realizing we need to take charge of heaven. We have been given this planet. I also channeled this last episode. This planet, literally, the blueprint of this planet is of an absolute paradise. This is um, Garden Eden, this planet. We have been given a paradise and if we look after it, if we take responsibility of our of what we create on this planet, the storylines we create on this planet, then we live in Garden Eden. We live in paradise. But it's our responsibility to do that. It's our responsibility to create a different future, to find solutions to pollution, to find solutions to uh, exploiting a cheap labor, you know, to creating products that um, include toxic ingredients, uh, just uh, to exploit nature. It is our responsibility. No one is gonna like come down here and tell us these things. The earth is not just out of a sudden like transforming into this magical garden Eden. No, it is us ascending means we are taking again responsibility of these things and taking responsibility of how we interact with each other and then therefore create we are create if you create peace inside you create peace outside and that is the biggest also for me you know that is the biggest um not struggle it's the <laughs> biggest challenge in personal life how how can you in personal life with partner, children, family, create um, peace, you know, peace in your heart and mind. 
And therefore, there are some episodes coming up, podcast episodes, where we are doing some ceremonies. Next one, actually, oh yeah, next one is on forgiveness. Super important. There's going to be a ceremony in this. It's going to be a podcast on the relationship to your real mother and father also. Also for me to heal that, you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm doing the same journey as you, you know, um, for us together to uh, learn a little bit how can we create more harmo more harmonious relationships with ourselves also that is where we start right by loving ourselves more by accepting ourselves more accepting how you are spiritual you know um, accepting your own way in this your own beliefs in this by simply accepting yourself more then we can start accepting others more now let's read from this book so this is <laughs> It's called Let the Radiant Young Shine Forth, Lectures on Virtue by Leo Yushen. So this is a Chinese physician, doctor, um, and he holds a lot of confusion beliefs, like con those beliefs on how you live a virtuous life. They go back 2000 years in Chinese philosophy. And this was translated by Sabina Wilms, and I really like um her translation, she's translating classical Chinese text. She actually lives on Whitby Island, um, just outside of Seattle. And um, yeah, I also listened to a couple of her um, tea time talks. Um, she just is so, she's just full of wisdom of really classical texts and Taoism. And um, yeah, it's part of also some of what Buddhism is teaching, but just very, just a very nice human being. <laughs> and I'm going to read you from the foreword, which was written by another of my favorite Chinese medicine scholars, um, by Heiner Frühauf. And he is teaching, wait, is this writing here? Yeah, he's the founding professor of the School of Classical Chinese Medicine in Portland. He has amazing teachings too of classical Chinese medicine. There is so much wisdom also of Chinese uh, astrology and philosophy and um, yeah, just really going back into what is the human experience, how can you live a decent life as a human. <laughs> um, yeah, so I really appreciate his knowledge and his teachings. So let's read about that. let's read from the introduction to this book. Okay, the difference of being in command and losing command over the emotions is the root of life and death and the starting point of living and dying. This is from the Confucian classics The Annals of Master Lu, 2200 years old. And it's a timeless voice from the past reminding us that mastery of one emotions is an absolute prerequisite for maintaining health and longevity. Okay, he goes on to explain and to write the first century historian Bangor explains. The human being contains both the young influence of heaven and the yin influence of earth. Consequently, all of us manifest emotions of partially hate, excitement, anger, sorrow and pleasure, 
hence the divisive nature of humanity that is so hard to navigate. The sages alone are capable of moderating this aspect of human condition. Guided by the example of heaven and earth, they created the institutions of ritual and music, using them to stay connected to the all-governing light of spirit. Furthermore, they established the laws of human behavior, rectifying the relationship between true human nature and the emotions, and seeking to achieve moderation in the mirrored affairs of life. For the feelings between a man and a woman and the sensation of jealousy, they created the ritual of marriage. For the bonding of older and younger members of the community, they created the ritual of celebratory banquets. For the feelings of grieving the dead and missing loved ones, they created the ritual of sacrificial mourning. For the desire to venerate one's leaders, they created the ritual of public audience. A mourning ritual features ritual veiling and stomping. Music has a set format for dances and songs, sufficient to warm the sentiments of the straight and to prevent missteps by those who are crooked. If the ritual of marriage gets abandoned, then the tower of husband and wife will become lacking and consequently the sins of sexual decadence and radical abstinence will increase. If the ritual of celebratory banquets gets abandoned, the proper order between the older and younger generations will be lost and the crimes of quarreling and flattery will blossom. If the ritual of mourning and burial gets abandoned, then the gratitude we owe our own flesh and blood becomes weak and many of the dead will forget about the living. If the ritual of audience gets abandoned, then the proper position of ruler and servant becomes confused, and war and turmoil will gradually arise. Do you want to get to know yourself? Do you want to understand what is your purpose in life? What are your talents? And why are you here? And what does your soul want to bring forward in this life? Now, get my new product, Know Yourself. This is a one-in-a-kind service where I analyze your human design profile, your pneumology profile, your birth chart in Western and Vedic astrology. And I also read from your Akashic records to answer some of the most important questions in this lifetime around what are your biggest gifts, what are the fears that are holding you back, and how can you follow your purpose and live a soul-aligned life. You can book the service on my website taoism.net. Now, what are they talking about? Current times, right? <laughs> War and turmoil will arise. They're really talking about that, firstly, this is a really big belief in Chinese medicine, that the cause of, the root cause of the majority of diseases are emotions and not 
that we have emotions because that is totally normal. That's the human experience. But hanging on to emotions, filling our heart with hatred, with blame, with resentment, even with um, overjoy, that this can make us sick and um, and therefore in order to help us to deal with emotions, um, rituals and ceremonies have been established, right? There was the ritual of marriage, the ritual of the young and the old coming together. Um, in order for us to again practice, practice being in relation to each other. There was also the ritual of the public audience, right? Between the leader, the politician, whoever, and the people. Um, so this relation of coming together, practicing together, how to have joy together and fun, but also how to deal with emotion together. That is so important for the human experience. And and then the whole practice is always um, in these philosophy systems that how can you in a graceful way, for instance, have a relationship between husband and wife or uh, king and um, servants, etc. Young and old. How in a graceful way can you um, deal with the emotions that naturally arise and not have them hang on to your heart and then therefore create whipple that out right if it's hanging on to your heart you as a frequency it whipples out into the collective and then creates war if you are constantly in your heart blaming the leaders the elite the whoever for the misery on our planet you rippling that out into the collective and we are therefore then creating more misery because we are attracting we are attracting those um, experiences into our life this is our ability to create we are literally creating from these emotions and then attracting to us if we believe the elite is out there to control us this is what we are attracting this is what we are manifesting you know, so the question is how in a sensible way in a responsible way can we deal with the emotions we naturally feel of things like uh, losing control being in fear right how can we deal with that if feeling that uh, in relationship like levels of um, being lonely levels of separation levels of feeling jealous towards other people and um, in the old classical text of Chinese medicine, there is a lot of emphasis on continuously working with yourself, with your thoughts and emotions to clear that heart, to again have an empty heart in a way, a neutral heart. Because um, we can believe in certain theories about the world, but still have neutrality about it and not want to take revenge, for instance. You know, and um, the book, especially this book, is saying the best way to cultivate that dealing with emotions is, or the most important way, is in the relationships you have towards your own family. 
towards the people in your immediate surroundings. And these are the hardest, right? <laughs> these are really the hardest. Um, this is a lifetime. I think a lifetime journey of um, finding the right balance in family relationships, um, of dealing with the emotions and the triggers that arise in that family. And for instance, systems like human design can help a lot to understand yourself and to understand what the other person, when you are with them, what are they triggering, what what are they opening, what kind of gates, like what kind of thoughts, patterns or emotions are they opening in you. And then to try and work with that. And I'm going to teach you an exercise now. It's an energetic exercise from uh, the Hatters. So the Hatters are um, higher dimensional civilization. They live on the planet. Um, I I looked for that planet the other day in the records. It's very beautiful. It's very earth-like, beautiful nature, but then it's um, on a higher vibration. And they got a calling, literally, <laughs> like a vibrational message call to assist in our solar system to bring back balance especially between the male and female energies um, but to bring back and teach and a lot of their material has been channeled by Tom Kenyon it's amazing amazing things he channeled from them uh, their books include a lot of exercises exercise really how you work with your energy how you um, increase your energy levels i will now teach you one something about emotions but also others they have amazing he tom keenan he channeled amazing uh meditations like i'm totally addicted to one of them i'm doing since weeks almost every day i'm doing this meditation because uh, it brings me to places i've never was able to go before and it really shows me how even you transcend the physical body and just feel your energetic body and all these things it's um, it's called a tree of life I think and it's sound it, they are working with sound frequency of sounds but it's just yeah amazing and so they have this exercise they talk a lot about our emotions too and how important it is for us to feel again our emotions because that is the first step right if you walk through life and not feel you do not recognize the, um, what is happening eh, with you. You do not recognize what your thoughts are arising in you because the thoughts are also arising because of feelings. And you do not recognize what you send out into the collective and what you actually create and manifest for your life. So they talk a lot about how important it is to connect to your own feelings and really start uh, feeling the physical sensations in your body and then learning that these physical sensations they are not permanent right that is what i'm saying like we don't have to permanently store them in our physical body we can recognize where they are and when we recognize where they are when we actually allow ourselves to feel them physically they can move energetically and so they have this one exercise and um, in your exploration, you will see that different emotions um, go energetically to different places in the body. So for instance, anger. Anger is such an interesting emotion. Anger really rises. We have in Chinese medicine, we call it like the 
fire rising in you and then quite often it rises to the head that's why people get red head and then they start shouting it rises to the mouth but it also moves to the limbs and it's very fast and that's why then in children you still have it they lash out or also some adults you know they they just lash out right they kick they hit but it's a way of the because that emotion is so strong to literally energetically uh, for that emotion to release um, you just have to learn to not um, enjoy others <laughs> in the way but it's it's a way it's a it just rises to the limbs like and, but if you can start feeling where it actually travels but anger is very fast so it's um, you often will get overwhelmed with it because it's such a fast emotion it's easier to feel uh, for instance grief or even fear because um, these are much slower emotions and Uh, no fear for instance um fear travels everywhere in your body and it really <laughs> takes over your mind your brain and therefore you shall not make decisions in a fear state but you see a lot of the belief systems we have on our planet keeping people in a constant fight and flight modus like a lot of um Even things we tell to ourselves, right? There's um, scarcity on our planet. There's people out there who are evil, who want to get us. So we are constantly in this fight and flight mode. Is adrenaline really, um, really unhealthy for our nervous system? But um, it really hijacks your brain. And then you're making decisions that are absolutely not rational. <laughs> so it's, it's good to learn. <laughs> it's a fear fear and it's a total it's a practice i can tell you it's for me also it's such a practice you know it is not that out of a sudden you go like oh i mastered this uh no <laughs> no it's just um yeah the constant the human experience is a lifelong learning experience and therefore that's the beauty of it too and we get plenty of opportunity to uh <laughs> to learn Now, this exercise, um, so the exercise, the first part of the exercise is to really ask yourself to feel where the emotion is in that moment. Just feel where is it in your chest, is it everywhere, is it in your limbs, in your head, is it in your lower abdomen, where do you feel it? And then feeling it, just feeling the emotion. And then the second part of the exercise is to focus your attention on your They call it pranic tube. But energetically, in our energetic body, you can also call it the center column. So there is um energetic column, a small couple of centimeters, from rising up from your perineum up to your, your crown. And it's not the spine, it's really in your center of your body. And this is where then the energy goes up into your sun star and down into your earth star, where you're literally like centered, like you're kind of energetically plugged into the energy of uh, sky and earth. We draw a lot of, if you just, for instance, want to learn how to increase your energy, you can really start to breathe in and out from earth and from heaven into that column, because that's how you pull in energy naturally from your surrounding um, through this pranic tube they call it column 
And the first step might be actually for you to feel that one, to really imagine this tube going through from your perineum up into your crown, to the center of you and just feeling that and just breathing uh, into it from the earth, into it from um, the sky, and just feeling the energy traveling up and down from it. And then, so in the moments of strong emotions, you firstly, you feel the emotion. Where, where is it in your body? Just feeling it physically. Where physically, where, what do you feel physically? Like pit in your stomach, like butterflies, what is it? And then after you feel the emotion, you go and concentrate on this tube, this pranic tube, this center column. And you just concentrate on the energy flow in the center column. And then it allows the energy from the emotion that's being clogged right now in a certain part of your body to basically uh, move again. Because you're focusing not on the emotion, but then you're focusing back on your center column. And it allows the other energy to go again into flow. Because that's what you want. You want the emotion to flow. And it takes, I have to say, it takes a lot of practice. It's also not something, oh, I haven't at all mastered it, it to be quick. Like even for me, it takes really time um, from feeling the emotion and then centering back towards the column until I can feel that the energy of the emotion <clears throat> is dispersed. It's not anymore stuck in a certain place in my body. But if you practice this over time, it is an amazing tool. And it's even the first step is just teaching you how to feel the emotion in the first place, because that is um, important to feel the emotion in your physical body in the first place, because it will teach you a lot about energy and how your energy moves and how you act out of uh, these emotions. And also just how the state of your heart, like how is it an, right now an empty vessel, you know, neutral? Or is it filled with uh, tons <laughs> and tons and tons of things? <sighs> so yeah, that is gratitude. Gratitude to the others for teaching that. This is all I wanted to share. <laughs> I feel this is very long. And this has gone tons of different directions from what is spirituality. But going back to my messages, really be in live spirituality as you see it, as you fit it into your own life. Allow yourself to be individual and recognizing that there is no division between us. We all come from one source, one soul, one energy. Um, and we are here in this life to experience again this dance this dance between separation and oneness and how can you experience more oneness in your relationships and less separation and how can you work with your emotions to experience less separation from yourself from others yeah so, thanks so much for listening. I wish you a wonderful rest of your day. I'm sending you all my love. And until the next time, bye bye.
If you want to know more about soul growth, healing or East Asian medicine, check out my social media channels and my services on taowisdom.net.